Hey, speakers, listen up. The Next Level Brand Studio is here. Your one-stop shop for all of your branding needs. We've created branding materials for some of your favorite motivational and public speakers. Are you in need of a high-quality logo design? Well, look no further. The Next Level Brand Studio is ready to create a high-quality logo just for you. Or maybe you need an electronic press kit. We have created EPKs that have helped speakers make well over six and seven figures. In need of a website? The Next Level Brand Studio has built websites for some of the biggest names in the industry, and we want to do the same for you. Or maybe it's time for you to go to the next level with a high-quality speakers reel. Whether you have taken the stage hundreds of times or just once, the Next Level Brand Studio has a team ready to assist and create a custom speakers reel for you. NextLevelBrandStudio.com. It's time to take your brand to the next level. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Next Level Living Podcast. Y'all, it's your favorite podcast. Favorite podcast. I mean, number one ranked podcast amongst Anybody, Anybody who like likes podcasts? Hey, <laughs> back. come on, man! I got the gang, gang. Yeah, with me. yeah, yeah. Jay, what's up? How you feeling, man? I'm chilling, man. Hey, good. you look good, bro. I'm gonna call you pumpkin and spice. Oh. And in between the both of y'all, we Ain't gonna get to nice. sizzling on this episode. No, see, he, huh? he killed it. What happened, God, bro? What happened? You want, bro, you supposed bro. to say pumpkin and spice in between us? It's not. Yes. Golly, bro. Hold on real quick. It's Give okay. me back my shot. It's a cousin so thing. So in guess. my intro, I will let you all know when I'm ready for y'all to y'all just receive this word. I was I was you already complimenting. It it's like it'd it be a wave and we be riding help. it and then you just I didn't need crash. help, y'all. I need help. But you, you need help. I was on my Jordan right then. <laughs> I will let y'all know when I'm transferring to LeBron. I wasn't passing the ball yet. Yeah, you should have. He's got like, it. I was taking you my shot. Because yeah. Kukos yeah. in the corner. Nah, come on, Scott. It's okay. Just relax, man. It's okay. K Hart, how you doing? I'm feeling good, cuz. You looking good, like you said. Likewise. But, but, but yeah, I like the colors. Yeah, seven. Yeah. Yeah. spice and everything nice. There you go. Oh, you going to get that out, huh? We gonna, oh, you going to get it. Oh, you going to get it out, huh? All right, for sure. Yeah. Well, Jay, if that's the case, then tell us how you feeling, my guy. Man, I'm feeling good, bro. Locked in. That's Focus. dope. Yep. Are you flexing your chest or does it just look like that? Is a next level hoodie that nice or is is it is, or is it that the gains? Because I mean, you look good Chris, for sure. How you but feeling? the corners is cornering for you know sure. What? It, was, it was chest day in the gym though. You know who go. else? Because sure. sure. that level is hitting. You know what I'm saying? Let me stop you right here. What's you know who else is feeling good? Oh, Jason Queen. Come on, come on. You know why? Yeah. Because he got eighty five hundred dollars. For one engagement, Let's go. one contract. Let's go. Listen, yeah. One hour worth of work. One hour worth of work. Praise God. Talk no, about and, it. And that's a, and, and you know, some sometimes people are so used to, I think last week we talked about Donovan that did $115,000 in six months. Yeah. Then before that, we talked about Atia mm-hmm. who got a $75,000 contract and then another one and then another $85,000 contract. And when you did the numbers, you was on point. 230. It was 230000 What's up? So sometimes when people hear really big numbers like that, yeah. they hear 8,500. Don't get it twisted. Right. He made that in an hour. Dude. Yeah. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. By I'll speaking and changing lives, yeah. he made it in an hour what some people make all month. That's right. And so, man, shout out to Jason Queen, man. He's been doing great work. He got a great heart, too. That's, That's one thing dope. I can say about the people yes, in our community. Yeah. They getting busy, man. So 
That's yeah. good. Shout out to Jason. Yes, Jason. And I shout out it. to my brother, Doug Depp. How you feeling, man? Uh, man, I'm feeling amazing. I'm so glad, <laughs> show, so glad you got yeah. me here on the show, man. Absolutely. I'm so excited. Yeah. Thank you guys for being here. Sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Man. Oh, man. Yeah. I, was telling the, I was telling the team, I was just like, you know, I, I got some friends I want to have on. Yeah. And when I was talking to, to Neo, yep. Neo was just like, yo, Doug's, Doug's coming to town. I was like, oh, bro, I'm, I'm hitting Doug That's right it. now. Just oh, yeah. pull up, right? Anytime. Um, yeah, because, man, what you were doing... You know, in the real estate investment space, bro, it's it's phenomenal, and yeah. we want to get into that. Oh, right, yeah. we oh, want to yeah, get sure. into that. We want to hear about your story. Great time. Um, how long have you been in? Yeah. Let me tell you this here, right? This yep. is for all of our next levelers out there. This one specifically. This is for anybody that has a dream. Yeah. Anybody that feels like, man, I want to experience more. I want to have more. I want to attain more. As you hear from my brother, Doug, yeah. you're going to see how you should be always thinking uh -huh. bigger. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And better in expansion. Because when I when I connected with Doug probably, I don't know, four or five years ago, yeah. I was just like, yo, Doug is getting busy like that. And I remember in Philly with you and I was yeah, staying yeah. at your beautiful new home y'all yep, built. Yep, yep. They had a whole rooftop vibe with the turf. Like, it's a vibe. Dang. My brother's a vibe, yeah, right? Yeah. And, but he's still balling, but he living below his means. That's the key. That's a whole other uh, level. Nah, oh, yeah. seriously. We're going to talk about that because I was watching your stories and I oh, was yeah. like, we're going to touch on this on the podcast, but I'm going to wait till you get your story out first. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but sure, with all that yeah. being said, man, to yep. see where you are, the first off, I'm going to tell you I'm proud of you, bro. Oh, thanks, brother. I'm As a black man doing this, you know, in the real estate investing space and properties and everything that you're building is something special, man. Thank you. When, when, tell us about the journey. When did yeah. this start? How did this yeah. start? Because you don't wake up right. and just have hundreds of properties like that. Man, listen, so I, I started real estate about 12 years ago. Okay. But really, initially, when it started was my brother was actually locked up in prison. Okay. So every single Sunday, we would go visit my brother. And I'm talking about this was a traumatizing experience. Wow. We had to wait for one door to shut to the next door to open up. Wow. Right. So what my parents did was they said, you know what? We're going to go see open houses. So every single Sunday, they have open houses, these huge mansions. Oh, right. So it's literally like planted a seed. That's good. Planted a seed when I was, you know, we're talking about third grade, fourth grade, fifth wow. grade. Going to these open houses. And I knew right then that ownership was what I wanted. Come on, bro. Right. So then um, I was playing basketball, fifth grade, went to this basketball camp. And I got recruited by the head basketball coach of the high school. Hmm. This was a private school. People are paying $38,000 a year. Send our kids from pre-K all the way up to 12th grade. Mm. So my parents, so the coach came, asked my mom, like, have you ever thought about sending your kid to Germantown Academy? He said, we don't have Germantown Academy money. Mm. So don't worry about it. You know, have them come in, apply. So I got in and we got a financial aid slash scholarship for only $2,000 we had to pay, right? Mm. The reason why I'm telling you that story is because exposure. Come on. Mm -hmm. Right. So when you go to a school where people are paying $38,000, a year for their kids to mm -hmm. be educated and sometimes mm -hmm. multiple kids, mm -hmm. parents are moving a little different. Mm -hmm. This is when I started studying the wealthy. So we're talking about people at 16 years old, they're getting the Range Rovers to school. We're talking about at 13 years old, we're going to bar and bar mitzvahs. I didn't know anything about bar and bar mitzvahs, but when I was in 13 and seventh grade, I would go to these things. They're spending anywhere between sixty dollars to $100,000 for big parties, big rites of passage. Wow. Right? I even know some Hebrew now because I was attending yeah. these things. Like, wow. Tired and I. Wow. So it was crazy, Come right? On. So wow. we, um, I'm going to these, but what I realized was that these kids were no different than you and I. Right. Right? And then, then the exposure I'm talking about, they, uh, this one crazy story, right? So at 16, they took a private jet to Australia what? for the long weekend to take five of, of this lady's girlfriends. So, so what I realized was that private jets can go to Australia. Yeah, it's crazy. 
big, bro, that's a big lot jet. of fuel. A lot of fuel. Golly. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they were getting limo service to school, right? So I, and they were even, this was back when Allen Iverson was popular in Philadelphia. Mm. They actually rented Allen Iverson out for a birthday party. Bro, mm. stop playing. So it was mm. different, right? Mm. So this actually just like a light bulb went off and just sparked something. It's like, you know what? Like, what are these parents doing? So you, of course there were doctors, lawyers, um, you know, professionals, you know, their own companies. But one of the commonalities was that they own real estate. Mm. You know, they had the beach houses. <laughs> right. Yeah. They, had the, they had the condos. They had the apartment buildings. They had the commercial, you know, car lots and so forth. So that also, like, it just, it was crazy. And then right around that time when I was going to school there, my dad gave me this book called The Richest Man in Babylon. Have you guys mm. read that book? Yeah, I, I have. I, you know, I keep starting. <laughs> I have not finished that book. Man, here, I'll, I'll give you a quick tip on how to finish that. Okay. Get the audio book. Okay. Takes about two and a half hours to listen to. That's easy. And you can even turn up the speed a little bit. Okay. And then uh, you can My brother you can loves in. doing that, man. Oh, man, listen. That's, that's, mm-hmm. That was the hack. That's Trump. dope. I got yep. you. Yep. So, I, so I'm uh, learning, and I was like, man, these guys are crazy. So dad also gave me a book called uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, mm-hmm. which is yep. a huge book. Yep. So that just yep. changed my whole mindset. Yeah. So fast forward, I went to uh, University of Delaware, got a finance degree, finished in three and a half years. And I was one of the five selected to be a part of this leadership rotational finance um, uh, job mm-hmm. at Bank of America. So the first day we're going up the elevator. I'm like, all right, cool. We're going up the elevator. We're with HR and my four other colleagues. We get off the elevator. And there's this lady. She's in tears carrying a box. Like in tears. I'm like, what's going on? This is right 2008. She's carrying this box. And I asked HR, I said, hey, you know, why is she crying? So we just had massive layoffs. Mm-hmm. I said, massive layoffs. That's crazy. Like, this lady's about 60 years old. Wow. She's been working for the bank for about 25 years. She got kids in college, got mortgages, got you know food to put on her plate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I realized right then and there that if you give somebody permission to feed you, Come on. you also give permission for somebody to starve you, right? Up. So I said, listen, this is crazy. Like, I said, wow, like what did, you know, I've been working all my life to be working and hugging this cubicle. Like you literally could hug that cubicle to your 67 and a half. Wow. And now I'm just, just getting out of, and they just cut it just like that. So then I say, you know what, there has to be another way. So then I relied back on Rich's Man in Babylon and I started looking at real estate and real estate just kept showing up as a vision, real estate, real estate, real estate. So then as I'm working at Bank of America, I got my first apartment you know, right there on the waterfront in Wilmington, which is nice. We we're paying $1,200 at the time. And uh, I'm very frugal. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm one of your frugal friends <laughs> right, where it's right, like, right, I'm not right, out right. here just balling right, out of control. Right, right. I love living below my means. So I'm talking about even back then, we had the $1,200 apartment that was overlooking the water. Then I found out that you can get an obstructed view for $1,000 a month. I said, oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, we move from that. Yeah. <laughs> get that struck I want a dumpster view. Yeah, I don't, mind, I don't mind looking at the parking garage, you feel me? The same $200. That's it, the yeah. same place, you know, same doorman, all that. Yeah. So we had a girlfriend at the time, then I said, you know what, I don't want to rent anymore. Like I know about ownership, I want to own my first property. Mm-hmm. So what did I do? Called up a realtor and I found out about this program called the FHA program. Mm-hmm. This is where you only need three and a half percent down to buy a property. And I was, I've been saved up my money. You know, I, I had to pay my own way through school Mm-hmm. By working at this company called Nutrisystem. So called this realtor, found this property, brand new construction. We're talking about a four-bedroom, three-and-a-half-bath house. I move in uh, with my girlfriend at the time. And she wanted to be on the deed, and she wanted to be on the mortgage. I said, cool, how much money do you have to put in? She didn't have any money put in. <laughs> yeah. And I said, okay, we're not married. 
was like, my mom raised me way better than this. My come on, God. You, you feel me? So I was I said, holding my breath for you. I was yeah, like, come I was like, on. I didn't fall into that but, trap. Right. That, that, so you yeah. was like, oh, you want to be under the D? Yeah, right. Okay, well, yeah, let's yeah, discuss. Okay. How much do you have to put in? Right. None? Okay. Oh, just your looks? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, <laughs> nah, that's not going to work. Just be cute. Nah, no. Cost too much. Yeah. Cost way too much, right? So then we move into this property. How was her reaction? Uh, she was cool. She was like, okay, we'll split the bills and so forth. So we uh, we did that. Oh, then she, I, so she stuck around after that? Oh, yeah, she still stuck around. Oh, yeah. Of course she did. But <clears throat> Good job. The, the story, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. So then, right, so we we live in, I'm staying in, we staying in the master room. I think they changed the name of master room. I, I guess the uh, the owner's suite, right? Mm -hmm. So we're staying in the owner's suite. And um, I wake up and I say, you know, I don't want to pay this mortgage. She's like, you got to pay the mortgage. It's 1300 bucks. So I don't want to pay this mortgage at all. I want someone else to pay. It's like, what do you mean? I want somebody else to pay? Mm -hmm. Say, so we got four rooms here. I want to rent out one of these rooms. Mm -hmm. To rent out the rooms, you're crazy. She said, you know, we couldn't rent to a, a lady our age, which is understandable. I said, okay, you know, fine. Can't rent to a guy our age, also understandable. I said, dang, okay. Couldn't rent to a, a old creepy old man either. Right. Like, <laughs> geez, like my hands are literally tied behind my right, back. Right, right, right. So I'm not sure if you guys remember Craigslist. Anybody use Craigslist? Heck yeah. 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 So Craigslist, I went on Craigslist. I was just like looking for a roommate, a retired grandma, preferable. Right. So we actually found a retired grandma. She was on fixed income. She moved right at the first level, like right behind the garage. There's a whole suite has his own bathroom. Wow. We set up a little mini fridge with a microwave right there for her. Mm. She's willing to pay seven hundred and fifty dollars. Come on, mind you, the monthly note is thirteen hundred bucks. Yeah. Right, that's half. So I said, "Oh yeah, we yeah. we doing good yeah. now. This, yeah. this is what I'm talking about. Got somebody yeah. to pay the majority of the mortgage." Wow. So I woke up another day, right? Not stopping there. I said, "You know, we still got two other rooms right across the <laughs> yeah, hall." <right. laughs> so we can rent those out. Forget the office. You know, forget the office. Yeah, we can rent those out for sure. She said, "No, you tripping now? Like, there's no way we're gonna rent out the rooms right across the hall." Hmm. So then I woke up one morning. I said, "You know what? You gotta go." No, I said, okay, no, okay. no. I gave. I said, no, no, no. I said, "Do you want to be rich or do you want to be poor?" Because mm. I seen too much at this point, right? Yeah. You want to be rich or do you want to be poor? Guess what she said. I'm, I'm scared. She said, I'm okay being poor. She didn't say that. I said, oh, snap, I got to go to work. Oh, wow. I hopped in my uh, Toyota Camry. I was supposed to have that car forever till the wheels fall off until somebody took the wheels. Mm -hmm. But uh, we hopped in the car, went up to Wilmington, Delaware. And I was like at the water cooler. I was just pacing back and forth like, okay, being poor. I called my brother. He just got out. Right? <laughs> I said, yo, bro, she said she's okay being poor. So just ride that thing out, Doug. You know, of course he would say that. He's been locked up. Right. <laughs> for sure. Right. For sure. Out. So, so I came back. I said, listen. I'm renting out the whole house. No. <laughs> I, said, I said, listen, it's not going to work. So I gave her a two-week notice. My dog. Wait, 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 wait. Straight wait. up. <laughs> Hold on real quick. <laughs> wait. On, you, like, she was in your relationship? You, you, you gave straight a two-week notice on, on love? Your resignation bro, letter. I mean, listen, bro. You got two, two weeks, weeks to get over I'm this? equally yoked. So what does that even equate to, two weeks in a relationship? So, so two weeks. I mean, we've been together for three and a half years, yeah. but she had two weeks just to kind of figure it all out, you know, oh, and, 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 and oh, okay. you know, move along. Bro, you a savage. Know, unfortunately, but it was just <laughs> something where... You know, you have to be able to sacrifice. You have to be able to realize turning points in your life. Mm -hmm. So if I was willing to stay with her and be okay being poor, right. dumb down my situation, I would still to this day be hugging that cubicle mm -hmm. and on the path to hug it till I'm 67 and a half. A mm -hmm. So we're talking about another 30 years yeah. of potentially hugging that cubicle mm -hmm. because 
Because you want to be okay. hugging yeah, her. Yeah, because I want to yeah. be hugging her. But I, but I, think, but I yeah. think that is a message for all of our next levelers out there listening and watching. Yeah. It's like, be cautious of the people that you surround yourself with. Gotcha. Because they have an influence on you. So those are y'all. Some of y'all might be in relationships with somebody. And yeah. He might put it down. She might be fine. He might be, you know, like, good looking, whatever. But it's like, internally, do y'all's values align? Mm -hmm. And are y'all going in the same way? And do they support your dream? And for yeah. you to ask her... Yep. Like, you see what I'm doing. You see I'm making good money. You see I own this joint. Yeah. And, and we're looking for, to put us in a better position. Yep. You want to be poor. You know what I'm saying? You want to be rich. And she's like, I'm okay being poor. You right. realize at that moment, like, yeah, you fine. You nice. We've been together for a long time. Yeah. But you are not who I'm supposed to be yeah. in the future. Exactly. Because who God wants you to be, where you are now, it's like, yo, you don't fit within that. Mm -hmm. At that op at that moment, you made a choice. Right. Bro, you chose you. Yeah, that's it. You know I what I'm saying? To. You chose your future. Yep. Which is why you in the position you in now. Exactly. So mm -hmm. it was those sacrifices. Then got to the point where I ended up renting out every single room in the house. And I actually moved my king bed down to my two-car garage. It got cold. Sub-zero sleep. Come bag. on, man. I'm come listening on, to E.T. Bro. You got a one as bad you want to breathe, bro. right? Sleep is for suckers. So I was tapping bro. in. Let me do the num let me yeah. do the numbers real quick. Yeah. So now you've you in a four-bedroom, brand new joint you built. Yep. You move from the the King Master Suite into yep. the car, two-car garage. Two-car garage. Do you have a space heater at least in there? Sometimes Which I would Which does it, it kind of suffice. So but I that's would, another yeah. level, but that's another level of commitment, man. Yeah. yeah. I get so frustrated, bro, when people like, I really want it. Like you really don't want it that bad. Right. You're not willing to do whatever it takes. Like, that's whatever why you're on this couch right now, bro. Whatever it takes. Because of your mindset. Right. That's why you're on the yeah. next level living show. Right. Because you it's one thing for you to say, yep, I rented off the other three rooms mm -hmm. when I had my girl go right. to the other two rooms across from us. But right. if you just say, I'm gonna rent off the fourth, I'm trying to get to that paper. Right. And then I'm just gonna I'm gonna live. That's one thing to live below your means, we but below. you literally lived below yeah. your yeah. means. Come on, come on. Yeah. It was in the garage on, bro, yeah. of a property that you own. Yep. While being a senior financial analyst at one of the biggest banks in the world. Mm -hmm. Oh, bro. So you was already making good money. Oh, already making yeah, good money. Yeah, but that frugal yeah. part. Yeah. So, so, so what, yeah. how much were you bringing in from those four rooms being yeah. rented out per month? So I had grandma still in the basement, seven fifty. Uh -huh. I had two guys from Las Vegas from the Venetian paying six fifty, six fifty because those rooms were smaller. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's thirteen hundred dollars for those right. that are following. Then when I moved the king bed down to the garage, that was another seven fifty. Mm -hmm. Right. So it was from the grandma and the guy take the master. That's what fifteen hundred. Yeah. And then from the guys, two guys across the hall, that's thirteen hundred, twenty eight hundred dollars. Wow! Mind you, the note again was thirteen hundred. Yeah. So while working at Bank of America, while getting that income coming in, I was able to save a hundred percent of my take home pay from Bank of America. Wow! Right, and that's what I used to buy my first property. Come on! And then I found out something about Section Eight. Have you got you guys know about Section yeah. Eight? Yeah. Yes, we do. Man, listen, yeah. when you. The best payroll to be on is the government payroll. Yeah. They do not consistent. miss. Yeah. yeah, it's consistent. So mm -hmm. a lot of people they get into real estate and they're like, oh, but I'm worried about you know collecting rents and so forth. That's why I prefer instead of market tenants, I'd rather go with government tenants because mm -hmm. that's going to allow me to get that guaranteed income. Mm -hmm. So that very first property I bought after my main property, which which was in Coatesville, Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. I rented that out through a Section Eight program. Mm -hmm. And Miss Gladys was my first Section Eight tenant. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, Miss Gladys passed away. But the crazy part thing about Section 8, they passed her voucher down to her daughter yeah. 
Come on. Yeah. And now they continue to rent for me. Yeah. Wow. That was a, I mean, unfortunately, it's crazy, but that's a generational tenant wow. that I was able to, yeah. to have by having Miss Gladys in that property. Wow. wow. And it's a lot of misconceptions about Section 8 tenants. Yeah. They be saying like, oh, they ghetto. Oh, they don't have any class. But that's not true. Some of them are that they take care of their stuff because that's that's all they have. Like, they have. even though it's yours, yeah. that's their space and they want to make sure that they're taking good care of it. And so, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and one of the things, like one of my benefits with my Section 8 properties, a lot of them, well, early on, I was basically buying grandma houses, just need a little paint turnkey, mm -hmm. ready to go. So I was picking these properties up from anywhere between like 40000 60000 ready to go, move-in ready, didn't need much, you no know, bells and whistles. Mm -hmm. But the cash flow on those were, you're talking about 600 to $700. Now those same properties that I bought for fifty, sixty thousand, I still own them. Now they're worth right around 175 to 225000 But check out the rents. That's the biggest part. The rents went from right around $1,200 to now those same properties are being rented for $2,400. Come on. That just shows you from 12 years, yeah. the span of those rental increases. Yeah. And just like some of the markets that I invest in, rents have increased year over year 16%. Wow. 16 to 26%. When I was working in corporate world, some years I didn't even get a bonus, didn't even get an increase. But when I did get an increase, it might've been 2%. Mm -hmm. And that's barely keeping up with inflation, mm -hmm. right? Right. So when you partner mm -hmm. in with the government, they got to They got to factor all that in and find those fair market rents. Mm -hmm. That's you. Yeah. And so now you got all these properties you bought years ago. Yep. And the mortgage might've been four or $500. That yep. mortgage is still low, but the rent that they're paying continues to grow every single year. Exactly. So every single year, you make more and more each month. You each understand. Year. Yeah, and the compounding yeah. effect. Compounding, compounding effect. effect. So my question for you is, yeah. you, you're doing all of these things with the rent, which sounds like you, you're killing it, right? Mm -hmm. what, what, what made you so loyal to your job? Like, cause in my mind, and this is just hearing you. Yeah, I would think like, okay, this job takes up a lot of my time. Yep. But I'm killing this space. Why don't you get a couple more houses? Yeah. And do it with all this money I'm saving. Exactly. Tell me, what was your reason for staying with your with your original? And I know your yeah. position was high. Yeah. But what yep. was your reason for being loyal to them? So, my, so my biggest thing. Nah, I don't work at the job anymore, right? Okay. We, okay yeah, okay. we retired a lot of years early. Now. Gotcha. Yep, okay, yep. okay. So we okay. probably left corporate America about five, might be six years now. Okay. Perfect. Right. But one of the things that people do a little too soon is they want to leave their job immediately. Good. But good, what you have to realize is that your job is your biggest investor. Okay. So it's the job money, by me sacrificing and so forth, I was able to take 100% of my job money. There you go. Put that into more investments. Got you, okay. So then as more cash flow came in, I put that back out in the street to buy more investments. Gotcha. So a lot of, lot of, the biggest trap that people fall into when they're working corporate America is as they get a raise, what happens? They increase their lifestyle, mm -hmm. they increase their spending. They're taking a little more trips. They want to get the bigger car. They want to get a better watch. Mm -hmm. The job loves when you do that. Mm -hmm. That's going to keep you coming back to the job. Mm -hmm. She's like, yo, all my money is spent after 30 yeah. days. Mm -hmm. I, yo, I need, that another, I need that next hit. Mm -hmm. Now they're hooked. They look up <laughs> five years, 10 years, 15 yeah. years is up. And they just, what, you know, all they've been doing was hugging that cubicle. Wow. So the same goes for as you, as I show you exactly how to go about increasing your cash flow. So what people do with that extra $700 a month? Some people will go ahead and spend. They say, you know what? I'm going to get another pair of shoes. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get this other trip. But then they find themselves still in the rat race. Okay. That's why it's important at a time when you're building to reinvest that capital, buy more assets, okay. because it's going to be the assets that's actually going to set you free. Got you. Right? So when, you, when I'm going into the job, mm -hmm. in order for me to get paid, I got to give them my time. Got you. Yep. But when I buy these assets, you know, of course, I got to take the money to buy these assets. 
but now I'm freeing up my time. There you go. And that's how you really get the, the true freedom, gotcha. that time freedom. That's good. So so let's play a quick game for a second. Yeah. So let's say somebody's making four thousand dollars, like somebody just really watching right now. Yep, yep. What would you how much would what would you tell them out of their check? Maybe let's say their bills is half of that, yep. two thousand. Yep. How much should they be saving and what should they be doing with their money? Because there's a lot of people who are interested in what you're saying, yep. but they really just don't know the next steps to make. What would you say to them? Yep, I got you, I got you. So one of the things that I did when I was in that in that situation, mm -hmm. I would actually put my money into either a high yield savings account okay. or into a stock market, right? Gotcha. So I'm not gonna give you the exact stocks, but back then I was buying, you know, Apple, okay. uh, Amazon. I was also this was during the nationalization scare where Bank of America went from sixty dollars down to four dollars five dollars mm -hmm. so i was loading up on these stocks right gotcha. okay. so while i was in between saving and getting ready to make that next purchase on the property okay my money was working or had the opportunity to work okay. right so it's very important that you can't save your way to wealth mm -hmm. your money has mm -hmm. to be invested, invested to a point where you know you have it accumulating and then when it's time to go ahead and pick up a property okay is hey i'm going to go ahead withdraw on that money gotcha. put in this asset vehicle okay so now you have that that structure so one of the things that i recommend is um I actually gave to my 401k. Okay. Right. So I was having to match because your company will actually, a lot of companies will actually match. So right. I gave right up to that point where they can match. Okay. And eventually I was able to pull out on that money. Yep. Right. And I took a penalty because I was willing to take the penalty okay. because I could buy an asset and have something called depreciation to offset the taxes. Okay. Right. But if you're in a situation where you are able to save $2,000, right, I would definitely, if you currently don't have a house, I would focus on using something called either the FHA loan program where you need three and a half percent where the Fannie Mae program actually has a new program where you need only have to put down four, excuse me, 5%, okay. but you can get anywhere between a one to four unit building. Okay. So let's say, for instance, you either oh, get a multi-unit, a, a multi right? Okay, right? okay. Mm. So you, if you don't want to do extreme house hacking like I was doing, okay. you could actually live in one of the units, rent the other unit out, and that could offset your mortgage, your living costs. Gotcha. Most people's biggest expense in the world is their living costs, right? Oh, true. And you can even go all the way up to a four unit building, stay in one of those units, rent the other units out. So now you're able to cover your living costs and then have extra cash flow. You can start building that way gotcha. as well. Mm -hmm. And then there's some other programs where you can actually, you know, I can show you how to go about investing and start utilizing your lines of credit and leveraging your credit. Gotcha. So now you're able to go ahead and start buying investment properties and really scaling up. You know, it's very, or it's a, it's a process of getting your first property. Okay. But after that, the scaling up part is where you really start to Get that cash flow, and that it gets easier. Yeah, okay, it gets easier. got you. Okay, yeah. how, how many how many uh, properties do you have now? Yep. Not enough. <laughs> oh, he different. All right, he different. That it's part. not enough for me. Yeah, yeah. Enough. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got some properties, but not enough. So you didn't pass twenty. Yeah. Then you passed went to thirty. Yeah, we like just under a hundred. Come on, man. Yeah. Nice. You feel me? Not but enough. I love his first answer. Yeah. Not Mark, enough. Not it's enough. Crazy. Right. Right, so he, but so that's why that's why Doug's on the scouts, right? Because it's like, yeah. it, that's it's like, before you celebrate, yeah, I'll tell you, right, but not enough, mm. yeah. That's a different type of mindset, yeah. that's a mindset, fam. right? And I'm not surprised you had that mindset because yeah. you got a four bedroom, brand new joint, and you was like, I'm renting off all these suckers yeah. to make the money, and I'm yeah. gonna live in the garage. That's, it. that's a different type of mindset. The average mindset. person would have been like, I might rent off one, or I might rent off two, or yeah. or might do something worse and be like, I'm about to look out for some cousins and family and friends, right. and live up in here for free, and you really not putting them in a better position, mm -hmm. right? But you you did the most, right? And but now you gain the most, that's it. right? That's and it. so exactly. that's wow, bro. Yeah. Not enough. Not enough. That part is that enough. part for me. Yeah. It's the self-sacrifice for me because yeah. yeah. 
it's like you were willing to give up love, all of that, mm-hmm. just so that you can get to your goal. Right. Like it was almost like it was it was it was nice to have, but it wasn't it was too soon. So now you're you're married. Yep, you're married. Like so this yeah, is different. Yeah. This is a lot different than it was because then you were only stayed in that bedroom so that she could be comfortable, probably. Right. right yeah. Now it's like, all right. She don't need to be comfortable. I don't need to be comfortable. Right. Mm-hmm. We just gonna get this money. Yeah. And right, right, this right, is right. how you got to where you are today. Right. And I was looking at your stories and you talked about like being frugal. Yeah. You bought a flight to Atlanta for $19. $19. 18, like, I think it was 18 yeah, dollars to be exact. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like to get here. Yep. And you did, you, you got a backpack on Amazon yeah. so that they didn't charge you extra for baggage. That's it. I'm just like, wait, what? But then you yeah. had the flex where you went to the the Centurion Lounge yeah. because you're like, oh, I got, oh, I, oh, I can get it. Oh, yeah. But I got, I got I'm not going to spend my money too. to get it. Yeah. See, I'm not going to get it and I'm going to get my meals for free mm-hmm. because that's what you do when you get to that level. Right. So I was like, Different. Hey, you had a whole trip for eighteen ninety six, and here you are on the couch today. Yeah. So that's. That's yeah. that's pretty dope. And you teaching other people how to do that. Yes, yeah. yes. Now I feel dope for spending eighteen hundred on the flight. Okay. Hey, listen, so I, I, I <laughs> convicted. <laughs> right. But no, I, that's a that's yeah. a different that's a different type of mindset. But you also the brother trips you take. Yeah, I mean we we traveled the world. The we life. got we got a lot of stamps. I think yeah. we, I think we're on our thirty second country. Come on, we're having a house built in Los Cabos, Mexico. It will be ready October, about a quarter mile from the beach. Yeah, right up in the hills. We talked about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's coming. But you know, I really do get a kick out of being frugal. Some people are like yo, Doug is just cheap. No, it's, it's frugal. Yeah, that's where you're thrifty with the purpose, right? Yeah. So I have a purpose. So like, and, and doing little maneuvers like that. If I could get an eighteen dollar flight. I'm taking it every single time versus paying eighteen hundred dollars. Even now, right? even now, even now no matter how much money in the back. You don't this mind. Was hey, hey, listen, this was this just yesterday. This is how I got here. Eighteen bucks, eighteen ninety six. The flight he took to Atlanta. I thought, yeah. we, I thought we were talking about a testimony from where no. he came from. No, no, no. This was yesterday. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought we was talking about <laughs> no. Drake song started from the bottom. No, yeah. no, no. So, so he. Wait, okay. this whole thing they that I just said dollar was yesterday. Right now, yeah. He went frontier. Atlanta, no, you did. Atlanta gonna yes. see me a lot more, bro. You said that lady gonna see you a lot more. <laughs> right, bro, three bucks for round trip. Yeah. Yes, yeah. bro. No, they got know. tray tables that look like pamphlets. Hey. Hey, listen, like, I, th- I threw my uh, my eye shades. You know the, the blackout, bro. I keep yeah. them on, bro. Yeah, you can't tell where you're at. That's your- no, bro. Come here, bro. Bro, bro. Hey, you know what? Right. Right. No, I ain't about to play with you, Doug. You the truth, dog. Yeah. Yeah. He said, put them shades on. You can't tell where you the at. Flight's only an hour and what? Twenty that, minutes. That's Straight a up. fact. Straight up. Yeah, I'm bro, not trying like, to press nobody, bro. Right. But why not? That's yeah. a good. That's a good. Why are you not trying? Why you ain't worried about pressing nobody? Because I I got it in here, man. Yeah. yeah. You know I mean, and I know how to get it at any time. Yeah. yeah. I could turn it on at any time. Yeah. Who did that for you? Was it your parents? Was it God? Was it your uh, walk? Was I, th- it I think I think was, you know it was God. It was my parents. Okay. My dad was extremely frugal. Okay. You know he was a guy that had the reversible suits and gotcha. like he knew how to he knew how to save Bad. a dollar. And my mom was okay. frugal with a purpose. Like she would get everything she wanted, but for a very low cost. I love that. So so I have a mixture of that, and they have the finance background and money background. Yeah. So I just really value money, mm-hmm. and I have I get a kick out of seeing how much I can save. Mm-hmm. Right. And then what that equates to is that much. That's much more money that I can actually invest. Yeah. So the more money that I can save and be frugal with, because yeah. I've read I get more enjoy out of buying buildings, buying investments right. that are bringing me back cash flow. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and that's a, that's interesting, right? Because some people hmm. me- measure their success by how much money they can make. 
than some measure of success about how much money they can spend. Mm-hmm. I talked to one of my friends recently. They was like, bro, I spend about this much per month. Mm. Then you have those that say, man, I, I'm, I'm, my biggest flex is how much I'm able to save. Yeah. And then how much I'm able to invest. Yeah. And that's, I feel like that's a different mindset, which is what has you in this position. How old are you? I'm 38. Come on, wow. bro. You ain't even here 40 yet. You got close to 100 properties. Yeah. Wow. And when I asked him, you know what I'm saying? He was just like, not enough. Not you know what I'm still work to be done. Still work to be yeah, done. Yeah, we work on yeah. 40 packages right now. You able to live yeah. life on your own terms. You able to travel yeah. the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, 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 man, every time I see you, Josh, somebody yeah. in somewhere exotic and just living life, yeah. it, it brings joy to my heart because I'm like, yeah. yo, they work yeah. hard. They sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. did what they had to do to put themselves in this mm-hmm. position. Yeah. But now you're living a life, you know, you yeah. probably never thought you would have lived. You know what I'm saying? Shit, like you yeah. saw one path. Man, my brother's in prison. I'm going through one door. The gate locks, yeah. open up the right. next one, they buzz in. Like, that's traumatic. But at the yeah. same time, yeah. your parents are so dope. Man, shout out to your parents, bro. Oh, yeah. They yeah, said, we're going to balance this out and start taking mm-hmm. you to open houses. Mm-hmm. And so you got exposed to that early on. Oh, and yeah. then at the private school that you was blessed to get the scholarship at, yeah. now you're getting exposed to more stuff. And you seeing how the wealthy move, like you was a sponge mm-hmm. and you implemented and you ran yep. the play. There are people right. that watch our show, they on the yeah. podcast, they tapped yeah. in and they running the plays we giving them. Right. And then there's those that just consuming it as entertainment. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's what makes a difference between the weak and the strong. Absolutely. I'm impressed, man. Chris has one final oh, yeah. um, question yeah. for you, bro, yep, and I'm going to yep. close this out. Oh, Go yeah. for it. All right. What does that next level look like to you? Next level. Next level is probably getting another couple hundred properties, mm-hmm. um, living in Los Cabos, mm-hmm. and being able to run things from afar, and really just being able to go to the beach every day. Uh, <laughs> every day. You no know, swimming, yeah. snorkeling. Uh, and I'm a big pickleball player. Oh. So I want to put in about three, four hours of pickleball. I'm basically putting that in now anyway. I wouldn't be able to play that in Los Cabos and travel the world in tournaments. That's, hang out with the family. I love it, bro. That's, yeah. that's Travel the yeah. world in a tournament, yeah. pickleball tournaments. Yeah. They got pickleball tournaments? Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. fire, bro. Oh, yeah. That's the wave, yeah. you know. That's so dope. Man, Doug, let me tell you something. There's nobody out here um, that can question what's possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? But the only question is, is, are you willing to live below your means? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to make the sacrifices? Are you willing to be blessed with a four-bedroom house, but then be willing to say, man, I ain't got no wife and kids right now. Yep. It's really just me. I'm about to rent off all these suckers yeah. and literally live below my means yeah. so that I can stack up that paper because right. I'm going to go from one house to 20 yep. and then from 20 to 80 right. and then from 80 to 240. Like, yeah. that's 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 a trajectory that you want right yeah. now, bro. Yeah. And it's, um, it's hella impressive. Not just your frugal spirit, but the discipline that you have. Yeah. I tell people all the time that what... What helps people go to the next level is not their smarts or their brilliance or, yeah. or their good looks or their personality. It's like that discipline. Mm-hmm. And you've been disciplined over all these years, which is why you've attained what you've attained. Thank you. And I love the fact, bro, that's why you're here. You're like, yeah, that was cool, but I want more. Mm-hmm. And I believe, man, God's about to blow your mind, bro, and do even greater things. Thanks, and now you're coaching other people. Yeah, yep, you're yep. showing other people how to get into real estate and buy properties and make that move, bro. And, yep. and what you're doing is literally changing generations. And, uh, and I'm proud, bro. And I appreciate thanks, you brother. tapping in. With yeah. You. Oh, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate Tell the people where um, where they can find you from. Yep. So you can find, find you me at. right on Instagram. It's probably the best. Uh, Doug, D-O-U-G. My last name, Dept, D-E-P-T-E. And you can go right to executewithdoug.com. Just like that, man. That's just like that. We appreciate y'all tapping yeah. in with yep, us. Yep, yep. We'll Thank see you, y'all man. next week. Yep. Let's go. I'm on another level. I'm on another level. I'm on another level.